We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm already told. Sing it. What is your absolute favorite kitchen tool that you do not have to plug in? 651 641. 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Is it a fork? Is it a spoon? Something that you use to poke at things with? What's your favorite kitchen tool that can't be plugged in? 651 641 1071. Bradley, why are we asking people that? That's question? a great question. Um, it came from my That's brain. That's a great question. I it made came it up. from my brain. No, the question that you asked. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. So the question I asked was, why are we asking? Great question. The reason we're asking that question is because it came from my brain. Okay. So last night I was um, sitting in my kitchen making dinner and I thought, I love you. I love you so very much. Wow, that's so lovely that you were thinking not about you. me while you're making dinner. Okay. <laughs> not you. Fine. Um, it was actually my cast iron skillet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a little ritual with my cast iron skillet. We get real close on a daily basis, and it involves me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said something really dumb. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I like to slather her up with some oil. <laughs> And get her real nice and hot. lubricated. And get her hot. nice and hot. Okay, I'm going to stop. It just, uh, it's too easy. No, but... Uh, <laughs> so is she. <laughs> I, she is, actually. Why is it a she? I don't know. It could be a he, but... True. But nonetheless, as I was preparing the cast iron skillet last night for Din Din, uh, I thought to myself, God, there is not a thing I love in my kitchen more that does not need to be plugged in than the cast iron skillet. Um, it brings me so much joy and mm-hmm. I get so much use out of it. Right. So I just that, that is a, that is a thing that if you have a cast iron skillet that you will use every day. Yeah. And people are always like, why the cast iron skillet? I'm like, you just, you just know. Yeah. If you know, you know, I think the kids say. It's true. It's true. 651-641-1071. What is your favorite kitchen tool that cannot be plugged in? Holly, do we have any callers? Yeah, let's start with Jody. Hello, Jody. Jody, what is your favorite primitive kitchen tool that does not necessitate electricity? Hi, Jody. Hi, Jody. Hi, this is Jody. Um, it's it's probably from the early '80s, late '70s, but it's a jar, and you put like spices or um, 
garlic or whatever you want to do that's small. And then you twist the thing back on, and it's got a metal button that you keep pushing down and down until however you want it sliced or ground it at. It's like a it's like a chopper, like a jar chopper. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Colleen was looking a little confused, and I think I've seen this <laughs> thing before. But you mean like it's like one of those slap choppers almost? Yes, yes. But it was one. It was. I mean, this is old. This is like from late when I was little. And I love I still it. Have it, and I love it. And it hasn't broken yet. It has not broken yet. Thank, nope. thank you for your call, Jody. Thanks, Jody. Um, I wish we knew what to call that thing. I think I have a similar version of that. We call it the choppy, but that's not what it's actually called. It's the Vidalia onion slicer. Okay, that's we not call the same it thing. The choppy. It's not the same thing at all. Um, but yes, Fine. is that yours? No. Oh, what's yours? Well, I don't know. See, because then once you said the cast iron skillet i kind of wanted to steal that one but one of the ones that i like one of my favorite uh non-pluggy any tools in our kitchen (laughs) is the um the beater the the thing that we have one of those egg beaters oh like the old school ones yeah that you crank i love that thing man i love that thing do you just you you just can't you're you're like beating something with a fork well, you and know, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I mean like or you can else. use a fork or you can use a whisk. All that is fine, yeah. but that thing is way more fun. So I appreciate you use that, that a lot? Uh yeah. Like when I make eggs and stuff, which I do, you know, you like to you, you want to have a good amount of air in the eggs. That's what makes for a fluffier egg experience. So when you whip that thing real fast. It puts the air in there. It. it gives it, it a little body. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. Apparently, you don't use yours very often. I don't have one of those. You um, don't? I, I have a... It's called a whisk. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> Who's next on the phones? Holly? I also have an automatic beater. I bet you I like do. to let other people do the work. I bet you do. Uh, Holly, who do we have on the line? Tanya's on the line. Hello, Tanya. Tanya, what is your favorite kitchen tool that can't be plugged in? Hi, Tanya. Hi, how are you guys today? Good. Good. How are you? It's Friday. I, yeah, indeed. I am in love with my garlic press and I am super protective of it. Like when my husband uses it, mm-hmm. like, did you clean that garlic press? <laughs> Yeah, I get that because you don't want anybody else mucking that thing because you it's your favorite and you're like, yeah. you might not use it right. And yeah. I hear you. Well, if you don't clean it right away, garlic. Oh, it gets stuck. Stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. gross. Yeah. And also, like, let's be real. Like, gar- you probably use garlic every day, right? Pretty close. Right. Yeah. Thank you for your call, and Tanya. I can't think of the last time. I, well, I. I I swear I use garlic every day. Can I tell you about something I discovered? And my husband hates this, but I don't care. Um, Because he likes to dice garlic. Like, he likes to actually work with the garlic. I do, too. I I actually was going to say I chop garlic more than I put it through the garlic Susie. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I was going to ask, too. Does anybody else call it? Because I've always called it the garlic Susie. I'll be like, hand me the garlic Susie. And I I get weird looks. So Yeah. I don't know. We call it a press at our house. Okay. Um, Why do I call it a Susie? I don't know. Because when you put S-U-S-I, garlic press, that's a thing. Wait, what? Like, put it in Google. Oh, like oh Susie, okay. Not like the name Susie, but yeah, S-U-S-I. S-U-S-I. Oh my God, where did I come up with that? 
Now, maybe it's because it said Susie on the garlic press, and I just have it. always called it a garlic Susie. Oh my it. god! Okay, sorry. You learned something about yourself. At Target, you can buy like pre-diced or pre-pressed garlic, and it like comes in a blister pack yeah. with like 12 and it's frozen. And I love it because I don't have, to, ain't nobody got time for the garlic sometimes. Mm, I get it, but it's, yeah. But when I'm trying to be quick about it, yeah. I don't want to mess around with the garlic. Well, and so I just take that thing, that sucker out and I just pop it. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm putting it in the crock pot, I'm like, it'll mix up later. I don't yeah. need to worry about yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. I love it. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Trudy's on the line. Trudy. Trudy, what is the uh, kitchen tool that can't be plugged in that you love the most? It, it's the it's the hamburger breaker upper thingy. <gasps> I don't know what yes, it's called. Like I know a masher? what you're talking about. Like a hand masher? Sort of. It's like a, it has like, it, it's flat on the bottom and has kind of three prongs that come out yep. from it. I, I don't I don't know, but it, I, I thought it was a joke. Until I used one, and I ran out and bought one immediately. It is the best thing ever so for I'm frying asking, did you like get it? ground beef or chicken. Did you get it from, like, Pampered Chef or Tupperware or something? I may have bought it at Target because it was cheaper. Okay. Um, but, yes, Pampered Chef has one. Yes. So it kind of, oh, thank you for your call. I see. This Trudy. is not what I was thinking. I thought she was talking about, like, a potato masher. But no. this is, like, a... It almost looks like a... Starfish kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's got like a. It looks like a cookie press or a. Um, what would you call that? Even I don't like know. A branding See, that's iron. The thing. You're trying to explain what this thing looks like because it looks like it's got a wand and then there's just yeah. like a. It looks like a toilet. Plunger. A toilet plunger without the f- the the fuzzy thing on yeah, the yeah the swooshy part. And you just use that to break up the hamburger. I have yeah, never seen genius. that. Oh, it's that genius. Is... I don't. I guess I don't use a lot of hamburgers, but uh, I could see the value. Yeah, see? that's what I love about kitchen tools. Is like there's something literally for you. Like I had no clue. Yeah, that I needed one of those. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Paul McGuire Grimes uh, from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to tell us his favorite kitchen tool. Ooh, just kidding. I bet he's, he's got one. Just he probably does, but that's not why we called him. He's going to tell us what we should be watching this weekend after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be laying our eyeballs on this weekend. Hello, Paul. Paul. Hello. It's great to be here for a kitchen chat. (laughs) What's your favorite non-plugged in kitchen item? Either the cast iron skillet or a baking sheet. Like, oh, you know, yeah. can we throw all the ingredients on one baking sheet, put it in the oven? Ooh, yes. yes. Always on the counter, I tell you. Never put it away. You no, know, you don't need because you're going to use it again. <laughs> exactly. So, Paul, um, after we make our baking sheet meal, what should we be watching this weekend? <laughs> well, I got a variety of picks for you, depending on what you're in the mood for. Do you want to start with a Katherine Heigl series, or do you want to go darker Netflix? Let's, you know what, just because I want to talk about Katherine Heigl, let's start with that. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> so many people are familiar with the book Firefly Lane by Kristen Hanna. It's now turned into this Netflix series, 10 episodes, one hour apiece, starring Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk as two lifelong best friends. And the series really is this, De- um, three decades look into their friendship. 
1974 as them as kids, and then the two of them played these two characters in 1982 and 2003. So every episode is each each of these three decades, and it's the ups and downs of friendships, mothers and daughters, girlfriends being there for each other. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the premise of the show. Okay, so really quickly, I I just as a quick aside before we go any further with like the the actual critical review of this <laughs> show, yeah. we did a blind item the other day about how like Netflix does not release the um the stats. the viewing stats and that the deal that she signed was like, what do they call it? A featured deal or like something where it was going to make it sound like it was the number one watched show on Netflix. Yeah, that there would be some right. some superlative they could attach to the series, but that it wasn't right. most watched. And guess what? Guess what? Today, what? she said, got to tell you, this feels really good. And she shared a uh, stat list that they are the number one watched oh, show on go. Netflix. So, is it worth the number one watch on Netflix? You know, I don't know. It's tricky because I feel like I didn't love it. I, I was into it a little bit here and there. But then I, I found myself watching all 10 episodes. Like, I got them all because I actually got to interview Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. And it was a fun conversation. And I get the impression that they actually both enjoyed working together. And the whole cast, you get the, the, the chemistry there on screen. But I was always kind of waiting for something bigger to happen or, like, some larger conflict that would come into play. And they would tease it here and there. But I was, I was like, let's get back to that. Let's get back to that. It never did. It would kind of go to this plot line, that plot line. But I like this idea of seeing these two characters over three decades and how does a friendship evolve and change over time. And there's fun costumes and great music in it. But I was kind of wanting more, if that makes sense. Maybe we're just living in that kind of binge, high-stress yeah. type of show where this isn't necessarily that. And that's okay. Like, it's soapy. If you just need, like, a, something light to throw on in the background, I think this could appeal to that okay so i'm not gonna watch that but colleen you would probably like it <laughs> i don't know if i will because oh, okay. i'm not a huge katherine heigl fan okay i just thought it's proximity to gray's anatomy gray's anatomy yeah. yeah amazing yeah but it's not <laughs> Calm thank down. you paul Calm down thank you <laughs> how many ticket stubs for firefly lane you know i'm giving it two and a half i know that the book has like a dedicated following so if you like the book then maybe check out the show and just see if it kind of matches your expectations i had no idea what to expect going in i'm getting I'm a real meh annoyed. i'm getting a real meh yeah. vibe from you paul yeah i mean somehow <laughs> i still watch 10 episodes so i don't know what that's you know I, that's because we have time i was gonna that's say why. what else are you gonna do paul yeah. <laughs> I got plenty of movies to watch. That's, yeah, that's true. true. That's true. So speaking of, what else should we be watching? So there's a new movie on Netflix starting today that will definitely appeal to a certain um, set of viewers. It's called Malcolm and Marie, and it's a two-person film starring John David Washington and Zendaya. And it's from the creator of Euphoria. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And that's Zendaya's show on HBO that she won an Emmy for. And they were about to go film... I want to tell the backstory because I think this is interesting. They were about to go film season two. Then they were shut down due to the pandemic. 
And Zendaya and the creator, Sam Levinson, were like, well, what else can we do? So they made this movie called Malcolm Lloyd, this little two-person film. They shot it at a house in California. And it's about this really pretentious, obnoxious director played by uh, John David Washington and how he forgets to thank his girlfriend the night of his big premiere. And what ensues and what the movie is, is essentially this an hour and 45 minutes fight between the two of them about their relationship, the roles they play in each other's oh, careers, wow. um, take down on Hollywood and directors and critics. Um, that's what this movie is. Okay, so um, I'm going to be really honest. That is such an yeah. interesting story. But when you get mm-hmm. to the part where it's an hour and a half long marital, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes <laughs> I have those. So do I want right. to watch somebody else's, I guess, is my question. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that just because I think if you are married or in any sort of relationship, you probably have had arguments with your person, your significant yep. other that may resonate in this movie. I don't know what fights you've had or arguments, but I think there's things you can latch onto. And I love watching acting. I know that sounds really pretentious, but this is like an actor's movie. Mm. You're watching two people go at it. And Zendaya and John David give phenomenal performances. Like, I don't want to discredit their work. And John David is like full out loud screaming, just runs his mouth and is great at it. And then Zendaya is like the opposite, where her power comes when in like the silence and just the looks that she gives and all of the stuff that's going on in her head, between, hmm. behind her eyes. Phenomenal. So, and the movie is gorgeous to look at. It's a black and white, and so many of it just looks like a really gorgeous picture. So this was obviously a unique way to do a film in a unique moment in time. Do you think they pulled it off? Yep. Okay. I think so overall. You know, I I enjoyed it, but I I can also understand why people would not want to watch it. It reminded me a lot of Marriage Story. So depending on what your thoughts on that movie, will kind of tell you what you may think of this. I do also... And Zendaya is phenomenal. Well, that's what I was about to say. What I was going to say about Zendaya is, like, we are really watching her transition into an adult actress. And that, to me, is exciting. Yeah, it is, and she definitely proved herself. I mean, I never once thought of her as, like, a young little Disney star or as Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movies. And if you've seen Euphoria, people certainly have thoughts on that show. I've watched two episodes of it. Um, so it's it's great to see her. And there's a little stupid controversy with the movie and people not liking the age difference between the two of them, but whatever. I didn't think about that either. But she's, again, watch it for her, if nothing else. And John David. And I got to talk to him as well. And I love talking to him. He's a great guy. He talks about his parents and, like, the advice that his parents have given him regarding receiving criticism, because there's a little plot in the movie about that, too. So it's fun. Interesting. Well, Paul McGuire Grimes, quick, how many uh, ticket stubs for that? Three and a half out of five from Malcolm and Marie. Wonderful. Perfect. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining Paul. us. And Thanks you can for having see, me. You can see all of Paul's reviews and all of his interviews on his YouTube channel. And check him out on all the social media platforms. Paul's trip to the movies. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, crazy, stupid idiot. After this on My Talk 1071. It's me, Colleen, and me, Colleen, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 <laughs> streaming live. <laughs> At mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And guess what? It's what? time for us to tell you about our crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. Okay, we need to go to OKCFOX. What? I think Fox, that's Fox. <laughs> I think, careful. <laughs> Oklahoma City? <laughs> I think it's Oklahoma City, but I could be wrong. Uh, we need to go to Edmond, Oklahoma. Okay. Yes, that's where we're going. Alrighty. And I want to tell you about an 18-year-old Edmond lady who was arrested Tuesday night okay. after doing something. And it's the something that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Now, that's a pretty broad way to ask you to guess what she did. Mm-hmm. So let me narrow it down by telling you that um, police responded to a bar in the 1100 block of South Broadway after a lady named uh, Blake Lee. Uh-huh. Blake Lee? Maybe it's just Blake Lee. Blake Lee Sands. Likely uh, that somebody did something at the bar and she was not Ooh. happy about it. Uh oh. Poo at the bar. <laughs> no, I love. I love though that you always go there. <laughs> it's just like the easiest, you know. Yeah. Did somebody poo? Because nine times out of ten they did. Well, it's no, true. it's really two. Two was, times. <laughs> number two. Um. <laughs> Well, so then officers arrived at the bar, and they retrieved something. Let me put it this way. Okay. Blakely Sands told him, the police, that the bar took something from her. Do you want to know what they took from her? And don't say her virginity. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um, they took something from her. They took her driver's license. Close! Yes! Ding, 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 almost. Okay. Uh, because that wouldn't be crazy, stupid idiot status. No. Like, they took your ID. Right. Why are those crickets so loud? Um, it's night. <laughs> it's nighttime in Oklahoma I City. I think it's nighttime for us right now. When night, officers night. arrived at the bar, they retrieved a Texas ID. Okay. The problem is it didn't have Blake Lay Sands' name oh, on it. Mm-hmm. It was a fake. Yes! Mm, yes! Yes! <laughs> So they stole. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. They stole her. We're not coming back. We are on that island, you guys, and we are not getting off. Um, yeah, Blakely said, they stole. She called the police and said, these people stole my ID. And so the police said, hey, Bar, did you steal her ID? And they said, well, we took this ID, and the ID's name, or the name on the ID was. McCamma Queen. What is that? It's yes, a name. McCammy McCammy. McCammy. Queen. The person's name was McCammy Queen or McCammy Queen. Turns out Blakely Sands is not named McCammy Queen. I don't feel like anybody's named McCammy Queen. <laughs> I kind of want to know now. Will you Google McCammy Queen? Uh, yeah, hold on. Mc. Cammy M-C-K-A-M-I-E. Queen. So, yeah, she called the police because they took her fake ID. 
Guess what shows up when you do that? Oh, the story. Yeah. Okay. And that's all that shows yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Maybe I'll check her out on uh, the Facebook. Go understoodable. on. Uh, so, yeah. No. <laughs> McCammy Queen. Why would you call the police if you know they got your fake ID? Because what they're going to do is be like, what's your name, ma'am? And she's like, Blakely Sands. And they're like, well, this ID says McCammy Queen. See, the thing about it is... It's Macamy, I don't know. Did you have a fake ID when you were young? No. Neither I was a goody two-shoes. Me too. I, I was just, a rule follower. Although, can I tell you really quickly? Mm, you can do whatever you want. It's your show. I had a professor who... I don't even know if I should say these things. It's been a lot of years. Nobody cares, right? No, yeah. You don't call him McCammy Queen. Like, I, so, nobody needs to know who this so is. So my friend, McCammy Queen, <laughs> was in college once. Yep. And on the night... Of my birthday, well, it was actually the night before because it was like the 22nd. We drank till dawn, uh, and my pr- college professor, it was like a bunch of us from a class, and our college professor mm-hmm. took us out to a bar. And, uh, like, she knew that I didn't turn 21 until the next day, but she vouched for us all. And look at that. Yeah. I mean, everybody else was 21. Right. I mean, you were just a day shy, yeah. you know, it was just but really all about like the moment I was you were breaking born. the yeah, law. You, I'm sure you were like, because I'm like you, yeah. I would have been the same way. I would have been like, no, don't, don't believe me. I'm not. No. The thing I know, because I had friends who had fake IDs, is that you memorize everything on that ID. Like it is the thing, like it's your yeah, like Real you deal. become McCammy Queen. You, you have a backstory. You have for a backstory for McCammy Queen. <laughs> you know about McCammy Queen's. You know her favorite sign. foods as a baby. You know her zodiac yeah. sign. She you was know a Taurus rising. What color the shutters are on her house? You know everything. Oh, everybody knows McCammy Queen. <laughs> McCammy. I just can't. You know like, you're going to get a fake ID with the like fakest name ever. That's so, you know, that's actually like from a movie. What movie is that? It's the one with McLovin. Uh, super bad. It's uh, it stars that guy. Oh, man. What's his name? You know, the guy. Jonah Hill. Thank you. Jonah Hill. And, and Michael Sarah. Thank you. And they have a friend who gets a fake ID and the name on the fake ID is just like ludicrous mclovin that's it oh mclovin mm-hmm. oh do you think mccammy queen was like some homage i think so mccammy queen mclovin <laughs> mccammy queen so what happened to our fair mccammy queen um she actually is serving life <gasps> oh my gosh for a fake id <laughs> no let that <laughs> be a lesson kids um officers ran the license number and said yeah this is not actually valid and the number you gave goes back to a guy named robert sanchez and she said i think you mean mccammy queen <laughs> she said well uh, i didn't think i was gonna get caught and they said well you did. you did and so she was arrested and taken to jail okay where she remains <laughs> and she will be performing <laughs> weekly as mccammy queen once this whole pandemic thing is done Oh, my gosh. Okay, for our next story, we're going to the UK. We're going to Wall's End. Okay. And we're going to meet... Well, first, let's meet a gal. Let's meet a gal uh, that we will call Amy Levitt, because that is her name. Okay, thanks. Now, imagine this. Imagine you're sleeping in your home. Okay. Thank you. 
and you hear a crash bang. Oh, Do you God. have a crash bang over over there? No, because my buttons were taken away Long from me unceremoniously. There, okay. Crash Thank bang, you. crash bang. And you're Amy Levitt, and you're like, what was that? There's more Are like, we done what now? was that? What was that? Um, and then you wake up to find a stranger <gasps> in oh, your no. home. Scary. Well, yes, scary. But the thing is that also the person. Oh, my God. mm -hmm, The person who uh, was in her home was also scared because he did not think that he was going to be caught by anybody. Turns out also Amy Levitt, she has some mobility issues. So she uses a cane to walk. Oh god. So when she showed up on the scene with a cane, he was like, that is a weapon. I am so out of here. And he <laughs> hopped like... out the window and was like, "Deuces, problem. He forgot something. That they were on the second floor? No. Oh. He forgot. He left Pants? something behind. Pants? No. His wallet? Mobile phone. Oh. And in his mobile phone were some pictures. Oh selfies uh that you know showed exactly who it was that had climbed in her oh god he's so creepy he's kind of creepy looking right what i love about this whole story why is he not wearing a shirt because he's taking selfies of himself you don't know who he's going to send those to he's looking trying to look sexy and fine any who's he what's he um miserably he apparently yes (laughs) he apparently left with real and then realized he had not stolen a darn thing he left behind his phone and had nothing to show for his burglary. Oh, so he was burgling and then failed to burgle and yes. jumped out a window and left his phone. So basically, he just stepped in the dog's business. Exactly. Turns out, though, once he was um, once he was arrested, he also admitted to a burglary at a vacant flat in Holly Avenue, Walls End, a few days earlier which was unoccupied at the time. And he did make off with a whole bunch of stuff, but he left behind some DNA. Uh, oh. So he what? was arrested Why for was that. he leaving his DNA behind? It was his, um, I don't, he, oh, Finger he nails? left a can of Budweiser in the kitchen oh. sink. So he'd been drinking. But I'm, he did I'm, make off with a television and a microwave. Wall's End does uh, look like a interesting place. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. You hear that? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I can. I don't know if our listeners can. There's some work happening underneath my feet. Um, can can I quickly tell the story about the bathroom the other day? Yep, I said it. The other day, they're doing some work. Oh yeah, downstairs, yep. and Julia and I were in the restroom at the same time, and um, there was a loud pounding sound underneath the toilet, and I was so scared that. The whole thing that, like, I like was like, you were gonna, just going to go through the floor or something. It was <laughs> on the crapper. Can I That'd just be a real say, treat? It is very unsettling <laughs> to hear loud sounds when you are seated with no pants on. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to hear loud sounds no. with no pants no. unless those loud sounds are like, <laughs> but I'll, I will say. The fear factor, you're Coming in the right place. Like, you're in a safe place. You're in a, I don't know, are no, you? No, what I'm saying is, like, you know, sometimes when you're a woman of a certain age and perhaps have given birth a few times, the body responds to, to loud noises. Oh, And oh. I'm just saying... So you, if you were going to tinkle yourself, you might as well be yeah, on the toilet. Exactly. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Do you have another crazy stupid... Yeah, but you know, we, we don't go. have time. 
You know what? We'll save that one for Monday. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throw Back Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.